You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit. One podcast at a time with your host, Alicia McCormack. Well, it was such a success last time and I managed to offend most of the royal family, Great Britain and beyond. I thought, why not have a fabulous guest back on to talk about the next royal wedding, the one people aren't as excited about, but we're going to talk about it anyway. You would have heard her on episode 320 of the Bride Chiller podcast. I'm Alicia, by the way, the host of this uh show. I don't know why I paused then. It's a show. Uh, I'm inviting the lovely Megan Ellie back from OFD Consulting. She is the gal that brings me all the fabulous guests. She is a publicist. I'm talking about you like you're not here, but you're on the other end of the phone. <laughs> you, Megan, you 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 manage. You don't manage. What do you do? You represent good people. I do. I, I work with some great people. I feel I'm already laughing because your introduction of me is kinder <laughs> than the one to the royal wedding. I love it. You're like, Megan does all these great things. Oh, we have this royal wedding that no one's excited about. <laughs> I, feel, I feel mean saying that. So look, for people that don't know, there is another royal wedding. There was, if you lived under a rock, maybe you do. I want to meet all the people that live under rocks. Uh, there was a wedding earlier in the year in May by uh, a certain Meghan Markle, not Megan, as I would call her, and uh, Prince Harry. That went quite well. You were excited. Did you I enjoy was. it? Yes. Oh gosh. Yes. We haven't even had feedback. We haven't even really talked. I mean, my God. What if this became the? Oh, we were going to talk about the junior varsity royal wedding, but it was just a recap of. It was a belated recap. No. In short, I thought it was lovely, beginning, middle to end. Saw the whole thing. I know there were some haters about her dress being a little, I don't know, baggy or. I'm like, just stop. Like she's she's a badass walking down the aisle by herself. She's a duchess now, like bow down, you know, just, <laughs> but no, overall, I thought it was a lovely, I thought it was a lovely, lovely wedding. I, I got a little choked up throughout. It was very, very good. And how was your party? Because we must say that you aren't famous for your royal wedding party. It went lovely. You know, it's very hard uh, for those who do. So most of my friends uh, in the industry would be the ones being invited. And as you can imagine, Saturdays are not, it's not, I mean, 6 a.m. on any day is not a really great party time for anyone still setting their date and time for their wedding out there. Uh, I I would not say 6 a.m. And imagine (laughs) on a Saturday, see a little tip, but even earlier for on a wedding day. So we had about 30 folks, which I thought was a miracle on a, on one of the busiest wedding weekends of the year. And it was fantastic. We had a photo booth, just silly stuff. We had scones, the chef made scones at the Renaissance. They were awesome. And mm. um, more cake pops. I just, I really overdid it on the cake pops. So I came home with like 60 of them. I don't know. I don't know where they, I just, my neighbors love me now, you know, just <laughs> bouncing them off to everybody. But yeah, that was great. It was a very successful, I mean, look, everyone went nuts. Living in the UK, you know, everyone was, they drank the Royal Wedding Kool-Aid to no extent and they were very excited. Everyone watched Mm and everyone had feedback. Rich and I even switched the telly on for five minutes just to give an assessment and then we moved on with our lives. But (laughs) I agree, it was lovely and I was delighted to see that there were so many individual touches to it all. And this is part of what we're going to talk about today on the show is that the parental involvement uh, divorce, trying to mix different families together. And also when it comes to repeating venues, yeah. <laughs> as we know, this, uh, this this new royal wedding, not that new, um, is also doing that. Now, we should talk about who are we talking about? Who is the next royal yeah. wedding? 
They're not so, just doing a repeat of Meghan and Harry. There are other people. Exactly. It's the, for those in the, the cheap seats. We're doing it again. It's, you know, this time it's Eugenie. So Eugenie of, Eugenie, I guess it's a York. So she is the ninth in line, oh. which by the way, isn't that far from Harry, who's down to six. You know, they make it seem like there's this, you know, huge gap between the two of them, but there no. really isn't as long as Kate Middleton keeps, you know, popping out more babies and pushing him down the line. So you've got Prince Charles. Right, who is the heir apparent to the throne and his younger brothers, uh, Prince Andrew. And Andrew has two girls. This is the younger of the two girls. She's more famously known, though, as really your favorite royal's daughter. So Fergie, <laughs> OG Fergie. So Sarah Ferguson, they're divorced, but they but we've got theories on that. Yes. And uh, she's always been a controversial figure and this is her daughter and so she's been with Jack now Brooksbank for almost seven years so it was not some surprise you know and and they've been kind of lying low but she is a working royal and yeah it's October 12th and and well as much as you work as well and it's October 12th but it's at like you said it's at St. George's Chapel Windsor Castle it is literally like repeat city here <laughs> I look I've got so much to say and I'm going to explode firstly let me just say we have to r- remind everyone that when I said to you I don't, maybe people don't know this actually when I said in the last interview I love Fergie because I think she's a bit of a rebel she didn't do a lot right and I use air quotes right yeah. when she was really yeah. ensconced in the royal family they she you know shit stirred a lot but when I said that Megan, you you delightfully sent me a mug, a royal wedding mug. It's a reproduction of Prince Andrew marrying Fergie. And when I drink out of it in the morning, oh, my God, it brings me so much joy. Never has a mug Here's this, excited me. Yes, she has like a commemorative 1986 special. Uh, yeah, I had to dig around to find someone willing to part with it. But, yeah. Well, I'm grateful because it, it brings me so much joy, mug joy. and I sometimes- You just had so much enthusiasm for her because I know the real stuff to you is like eh but then Fergie came up and you really came to life over that I mean you were like you were like oh she's got hustle I like her I I could not help myself this this morning in the lead up to our our discussion and I was like why Alicia do you like Fergie and I think it's because I relate to her because she didn't really followed the rules and maybe not even by her own choice. I mean, she's done some crazy shit over the years, but also she's always comes back and she always gives it a crap. Yeah, she, I mean, she literally recently, one of the most badass things, because the thing is, you know, they divorce and they, but they're very fond of each other still. And I think we talked about this last time. I mean, her parents are divorced, but like, are they? I mean, they mm. are by law, but I, I still have a theory they're going to potentially remarry once, once Prince Philip either passes or it's revealed he passed six years ago, whatever theory you're like, you're jumping on. I don't know if anyone listened to our last talk on this, but, um, not that his, but anyways, it's, I'm digging to myself deeper but she recently actually got like back on a royal list like for attending in prince andrew's absence and it's like what like that was yeah that's a big deal and so it's really it's it's a lot of people are gonna be focused on that no doubt for the big day i mean you've got two things you're looking at here you're looking at fergie running around kind of being a little wacky and and just like deserves to be there so she's like yeah bitches like i i get to sit in the front this time you know (laughs) where was she at um the harriathon where was she at that wedding was she out in the cheap suit i gosh 
it, she, she, she did. She was not among the family. She was not with the family. So it, she was set a little bit further back. I mean, Prince Philip won't be in the same, historically will not be in the same space as her for, for, for forever now. Like he won't be in the same room as her, you know? And, and so the fact is that she's all like going to, a, went to an event for Prince Andrew, you know what I mean? Like, it's really interesting. So it's gonna be interesting to see that dynamic. I mean, imagine the bride chill is out there who have divorced parents. And I myself, I was fortunate. My parents are divorced, but they get along very well, but I, not everyone is that mm. fortunate. Well, imagine you're, you've got Eugenie, his parents are divorced, but they're kind of still something and the family hates her. It's just like... <laughs> what what, what's, no, Phil, what's um? Yeah. Look, and we must get on to Prince Philip. Is he alive or not by this stage? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's week by week. <laughs> uh, it's in, in England, it's bump watch, of course, because gosh, I mean, as soon as they got married, everyone now is like, Megan's going to have a baby. She's going to have a baby. She's old. She's going to have a baby. And it's like, get off her back. Oh, girl, you know she. Oh, I'm sure she's pregnant already. I would put money on it. I would put money. I'd go find pounds at the bank and get some and put it down in front of you and say, that girl is with child. She has to be. Oh, the pressure <laughs> is enormous. And then it's, so it's bump watch and death watch. Just seeing if, if Philip's going to turn up at things, if they can get some long range photographs yeah. of him somewhere looking partially alive. Again, I will suffer for this, but yes. um, it's interesting. Was, yes. What did Fergie, for people who haven't got the royal knowledge that you have, <laughs> what did she do to shit Philip so much that they won't be in the same room? It's you have to know. Like I knew I was going to have to answer this question, and you have to know I'm a very embarrassed person. Like I don't even like to buy like toilet paper for myself. (laughs) So now I have to go on this like international podcast and be like, "Well, Alicia, I'm glad you asked because she uh, had her toes sucked by someone who was not her husband, and it was public." And yes, I'm dying on the inside right now, but she basically was infidelity. Like, you know, and there were very public photos of her having her toes sucked by a gentleman who was not her husband. And so that was the, you know, completely broke the camel's back. I mean, there were already, you know, rumors. And of course, everything was overshadowed by Charles and Diana anyways, you know, just because that was a hot mess. And so basically he sees her as the downfall of that marriage and a huge embarrassment, you know, at least... Diana, when she had her moments, a lot of them were, and Charles, they were behind scenes, but she was just like out and about living her life. And so he has not been in this, you know, with the exception, obviously you had Prince Harry's wedding, but she, she's not been in the same room as him, like for since then. And it's, it's, so the big question here is, is he coming? Like, and, and I, I'm going to put my, again, I'll find, find a pound and put it down that I think at the last minute he's going to go. Cause Queen Elizabeth's going to be like, stop being a baby. Just show up. What is your so deal? Old. You haven't got many weddings left and you just go yeah, along yeah. and enjoy. Just go. Who cares? <laughs> she's not going yeah, anywhere. She's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So you say it so nicely. I'm like Eugenie, is how I would say her name. How well, do you say I looked it? it up. You, I think it's Eugenie, but I oh, looked it up. I nice. know. Potato, potato. <laughs> if we both say it our own way, one of us is right. So that's true. Well, and the Aussies, you know, we just go our own way and say whatever we want, which is good. <laughs> 
do you think so look lots to say about this wedding yeah. but also just in general you know we if you're not a royal person there's lots to learn I learn every time I speak with you my lovely <laughs> friend uh, but I like this idea there was a lot of stuff at the last wedding I'm just going to call the last royal wedding the last wedding Megan and Har- Harry's wedding about her yeah. father about mm-hmm. the um, her mum showing up on her own which I think was bold move and she you know more powerful oh, she, she did a great job absolutely yeah. But just just the family stuff, and and I did an episode uh, recently about wedding donors, which is you know what I call parents that contribute funds to weddings, and how much trouble it can cause, or just you yes. know just shuffle it around a little bit, and make people feel uncomfortable. And I was mm-hmm. thinking, yeah, the ultimate wedding donors are the royal family, really. When yes. it comes- in the fact that they give you any room. And I got to say, Alicia, I, so you, I think, you know, before I did OFD, I was in weddings for years and I've always had a very controversial table. I don't feel it's controversial, but when I said to couples and it's, it kind of matches well with what you guys are talking about, these couples will say, my mom won't let me do this. My dad won't let me do this. I'm like, what are they paying for? Yes. Well, if they're financing it, they get the final say. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. You know, I mean, I know that's, that is not everyone's going to agree. Most people don't agree with me. And I crush many couples' dreams when I say that. Many, many, many. <laughs> Did you hear my silence to you? I'm like, it's like, a yeah, no, no, no. I felt the silence across the pond, but I was like, I just feel like if they're going to pay into it, it's like, it's their investment. You know, it's like, I, and so for these guys, I think it's great that you've got this royal family. They're giving, you know, paying for all this. And it's like they're giving her a lot of leeway. And I think that's great. Mm-hmm. They don't have to give her leeway. It's, it, which I know. Are we on opposite ends of the spectrum here? You think, you, no. Yeah. You know what? I, I, and I think I said this in the last episode as well, mm-hmm. that the idea is I think it's a matter of just finding balance, but also just communicating and mm-hmm. saying, well, why is it you feel that sure about yes. doing it a certain way? And, you know, we had this a lovely bride chiller um, leave a voice message about, a DJ versus a band mm-hmm. and she had really good arguments. Her mother was obsessed, it's, you know, and I'm going to use the word obsessed here, that, that DJs are tacky or whatever the fuck she said and it, it would ruin the wedding. And this lovely bride, Chilla, I'm so sorry, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but she was sort of saying, we love the DJ because he's going to play all the songs we want and it's cheaper and it's going to work really well. So I think sometimes you just got to have a chat. Yeah. Just go, what's your problem? What's I going on? Communications number one. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, I, I tell people, I, I've had some friends of mine who said, oh, well, I don't like this that we're doing. And I do, and I said, well, then just cut back and pay for your own wedding. And because I paid for mm-hmm. my own wedding and I, I stand by my Star Wars wedding cake, I stand by Woo! yes oh, and, why haven't i seen that i know i'll have to send you a picture i'll put on a mug for you and send it oh <laughs> think of me every day but yeah so but i think they've given them a lot of flexibility with this wedding you know she's yeah. they're allowed to i think it's about 1200 volunteer people can not volunteer their um 1200 people from the public can be a part of this again like the queen's on board for it and so she's giving them some leeway but yeah it's kind of interesting the the parents involved they're it's going to be at now I know this sounds crazy but so day two is the reception is actually at the parents house and I know what you're thinking you're like aren't they divorced but yes they still own property together and live together <laughs> yeah yeah they're having a big throwdown afterwards so I think that's where they can really um you know shine as a couple and showcase their personality gee I just a Fergie party for me I'd really like to go ain't to no that. party just, a Fergie party I bet right <laughs> <laughs> what do you think down that there? Do you think she's okay? Yeah, let's talk about this for a second. I mean, look, I 
I mean, I think – so Fergie copped a lot of shit over the years for her weight, and I think it was absolutely – and I would love oh, to see if she – yeah, and if yeah. she lived right, if this was happening now and not in the 80s, I feel like there would be a very different, well, hopefully a different tone. But yeah. they were really brutal to her. And I actually think, you know, she's got good style. I think she's really grown into her um, her style over the years and is less, you know, if the 80s weren't kind to everyone. Like, or anyone. There was a lot of <laughs> anyone. So... <laughs> You know, it's yeah. tricky because you look back and go, there was a lot of puff. There was a lot of, you know, big yeah. sleeves and all this stuff. But so did Diana and all of them. This was just, so did we all. So, you know, yeah. move on. I don't know. I feel like she'll go a very modern designer. Yeah. I, I well, she be- looked gorgeous at Prince Harry's. I mean, she had that navy and the hat didn't go overwhelm, which we've known New York ladies to sometimes overdo it with it. And she, I think she had like those pink details and she, I think she's going to look great. Pardon me. I, okay. So here's my theory. Just, just throwing it out there for a second. Like it goes on. I feel like she's going to slip in looking fabulous. I mean, you know, this is like a big thing for her because she's going to look beautiful. And I feel like she's going to have, okay, this is a little crazy, a band on her left hand. I feel like she has already been married to Prince Andrew and, and we're all you like, I feel, hilarious. wouldn't it be funny if she slipped in and everyone's like, look at that gorgeous couture. And then it's like, wait a tick. Is that like a band, like a wedding band on your hand? And then she's like, I ain't going back. Yeah. No, I feel like that's what, I don't know though. I just feel like it's going to be what she's wearing. And also, you know, she's sitting with Andrew. Are they holding hands? Is she locked arms with him? Like in a, in a formal sort of way, not in a too many drinks at a frat party sort of way, you know? I don't know. We'll Maybe they could have a double wedding. I mean, that would really just kick it off. <laughs> that would be, they just live. Oh God. It, 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 this is, you bring this out, me, Alicia. It's like, they'll do the double wedding and poor Prince Philip will just, I mean, just in public pull over and that will be the and end of it. That will be it. That will be That's the it. end. Good oh my Lord. God. No uh, wonder this... it's going to be televised. No, <laughs> Well, that's a question for after the break. This is the Bride Chiller podcast. We are talking about royal weddings, but we're also talking uh, in an extended sort of way about parents, about repeating venues, and about mm-hmm. how to maintain your chill throughout a high-profile wedding, which I'm sure some bride chillers are having right now. Thank you, Megan. There'll be more after this. Megan, uh, tell me a little bit about how the doubling up of venues may affect the popularity of this wedding because we've all seen it now. I feel like if people have to remember. Well, it's so funny it, because this is such a common problem with a lot of couples. I'm from, I, I live in Richmond, Virginia. I'm from a small town in New Hampshire. But, so both of those locations did not have, a, a, they have options, but not millions of options. So I see a lot of couples just like these guys yeah. repeating, you know, and saying, how can I make it my own? Or even, even worse, what if my sibling or I guess close cousin has a massive bash and now I'm like in that shadow, like yes. how, you know, it's like good old, good old Pippa Middleton back in the day. Right. You know? She's yeah. royal wedding adjacent. Um, and so, it, first of all, St. George's Chapel is not new to the royal family. So we have to remember, I mean, there have been plenty of other weddings there. And so it was a very, like, it people who are new to the royal scene, they're like, oh, they're just trying to copy Meghan. And you're like, well, or like all the people who've been married there over the years. And so <laughs> for them, here's what I would say to any bride chiller dealing with this. 
you know, first of all, it, you have to be true to yourself at the end. And, and Alicia, I know that's something that you really want to push you is you, you, you put, even if it's a repeat, like act that you're doing, then if it means something to you, screw the people out there who, who are going to try and compare. And so it's like, yeah. for example, they are inviting, like I said, 1200 people from the public. And I think that is wonderful. And I know that's yeah. the same as Harry and Meghan, but so what? That's, that's a nice gesture. Now on the other side of the pendulum, if you are not married, if you will, pun intended there, to one or two different ideas and you're trying to vacillate between the two and one's a little bit closer to the other wedding, it's like Eugenie's dress. She's like, should I do a boat neck? And she's not married to the idea. I would say skip the boat neck because you're going to have those comparisons. You need to want that side by side. Well, Megan did this. Megan's hair only stayed up for five minutes. Eugenie's hair stayed up for like six, you know, and, and back like that. You just want to try and make it your own, stay true to it. But but if you're at a point where you've got a couple decisions and one leans closer to what the other couple did, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true because I grew up in, in Hobart in Tasmania and there were maybe five or six sort of big venues that people would get married at. And it's probably still the same. And I had exactly the same experience of going to a bunch of weddings. And it was really nice to see how things would change and how decorations and, um, you know, adding sometimes people that a lot of them were vineyards that was very popular it's a very one one friendly state thank you visiting <laughs> um you know sometimes people would put up a, a marquee and other times it'd be outside in the Australian summer which is always very nice but it is interesting because when you're living in a small space a small place it can be the, the repeat the repeat offenders it's not a bad thing not a bad thing. Not at all. You can do so much to a space over the, especially with a fair amount of cash, which we can assume the Yorks are all doing fine, yeah. you know, backed by Queen Elizabeth herself. And between, especially in technology now, I mean, just kind of taking a step back and just thinking about our bride chillers here. I mean, technology even between draperies and whitewashes on walls and projections on walls. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can completely transform a space. You could, because a lot of us live in ballroom cities. You know, it's going to be a lot of ballrooms, same old, same old in between that and linens and rentals. And you don't have to spend a mint to do that. I mean, you know, over the years. And so I think it's just going to be, she's going to be careful with the comparisons. I can't help but think about, so Edward's the youngest son of, of Queen Elizabeth and married Sophie Reese. And there were some comparisons to Princess Diana, you know, which they're both blonde, right? Yeah. Well, then she gets married and her hair, I mean, she looks exactly like Diana. It was, <laughs> was like, I wish... Yeah, it was like, I wish she had adjusted it a little bit, you know, unless she was really like hell bent on that look. It's like, oh man, she's going to just, she walked right into that one. But I, I'm hoping, you know, Eugenie, they're skipping the carriage at the beginning, that long carriage in. And I think that's nice to do something different. That's her choice. You know, avoid that comparison at the end of the day and let her, let her live her life. So I, I think they're doing it the way they should. And I, you know, I think it's a no brainer. She's going to wear the York tiara, which is, is going to be stunning on her. It's one Fergie war. Oh, and nice. so it's nice. Cause you don't have to, yeah. Like I, I hope people are kind to that because they, they, they don't want to be in the shadow of, of these guys any more than anybody else. You know, the media kind of perpetuates it. So, but yeah, bright chillas don't, chill out about, you know, being at the same venue. There's so much you can do these days to transform a space. And there's no, I, I, I say sometimes see, and it doesn't happen in the bride chiller community as much, but I'm in a couple of other wedding forums. You know, I just scope them out, sit back, don't do much. But there are lots of people that... You saw those stalkers? Yeah. <laughs> Your internet creeper? <laughs> very creepy. 
Very, very creepy. <laughs> Sorry, you know, I, I do. I do. It's like, you know, but it's good just to see what's going down. And then sometimes you're like, oh, oh my yeah, God, yeah, of course. Our people are so cool. But the idea that a lot of people go, well, she, you know, especially when you've got friends, you're in that sort of zone where friends are getting married and everyone's having yes. quote unquote new ideas, but then they're not new ideas because, you know, there are only so many ideas to be had. And then people take offense or say they're copying or things are looking very similar to ours and it gets a bit bitchy and weird. I think people just have yes. got to let it go. Unless it's sort of like single white female, blatant. That's a 90s movie yeah, reference, listen. everyone. <laughs> Since you have been a Pinterest, yeah, exactly. There's no original ideas anymore, yeah. thanks to Pinterest. I mean, it's it, people get, they're in their zone, their emotional decisions. I had one time, oh, this is like a true, I feel like it's been over 10 years, so the gag order has been like released. <laughs> I did a wedding where these two, they're probably frenemies. It's like, oh yeah, we're such good friends, but they weren't really. Mm. And one of the, and I, I had one of the brides, I worked at a venue and she was booking the space, told her friend about it. And her friend was engaged, wanted the space instead and booked it under her, like came in and put a deposit down. And, oh. and I was like, what madness. What? And so of course there's, what madness, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. So yeah. But yeah, I think it's really smart that this couple, they got engaged in January. It's a 10 month engagement, which is a little bit longer than we're used to the Royals. I think it was smart to remove themselves from the hubbub. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think smart. Yeah. I think dates are, are a problem for people sometimes is like, it's too close to the others. That's why, and Alicia, you've got some great, uh, back content, you know, people who listen to you on destination weddings, cause it's hard to replicate that. So there's something to be said for why 25% of, of couples go and run off, you know, cause then you don't have to worry about it almost at all. Yeah. And it's, it's, it just gives you the freedom. And I suppose exactly the distance from literal distance and then also distance from people making those mm-hmm. sort of claims that things are very similar or inspired and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Oh, I mean, you know, it, it, I sometimes think it's a bit exhausting, some of the politics that come around and, you, you know, your clients and you have seen it all. I love talking with you about this stuff. You've always got such great stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. We should, if you, me, and a bottle of wine, I just feel like that has to happen. <laughs> I so many stories. I, oh my god, I would delight in that so much. We're gonna make that we're always so far away from each other. What um are I you know. gonna do another party? What's the deal with this one? So here's the thing. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is okay. So I wish you could see me right now. I'm talking today from my office and, and it's funny because the, if you look behind me, I wish you could see this is I have like, I have like British flags hanging up. If you walk in, I've got like all my swag from my royal wedding things. And, and it's funny because when I actually Skype with clients, I'm like, greetings from London, you know, and, and all of this, but it's because I've retired it. I've, I've spent, I did the two big royal weddings. Um, from a practical matter, I'm actually traveling almost immediately after this next wedding, which may or may not be televised. I'm traveling to a speaking engagement. So here's, I promise you this, Miss Alicia, I am going to, for next one, where it's going to be, I hope it's Sassy Charlotte in 30 years, because I really think she's the first one. I think she is sass. Like that, how old is she, four now? But to give her, you know, that's many decades away, I'm going to be... At, like not at the wedding. I can't, I can't make a goal that's hard to obtain like that, but I will be in, I will be in London for that. Like, I promise you, I'm going to be retired and I'm going to set my money aside. I already warned my husband. I said, the next one we are going over for. And he's like, well, that's the natural progression. I so love I love your goals, your hashtag goals. Yeah. Uh, and you've already married this kid off. She's four. 
and I know. Well, I gave her three decades. And hey, ladies, I'm not saying you have to be married by 34. It could I, be 44. I or 54. I don't care. I'm just saying she's going to make there. it happen. <laughs> now, I had to ask you. I had to ask you a question. There's a guy I follow on. Um, I'm just trying to find it now. Uh, a very funny <laughs> guy, Gary Janetti. Have you followed Gary Janetti? Yes. Yes. Oh gosh. It's get. I, fo- I don't follow him. What I do is I look him up because I'm afraid. Like there's a part of me that says, oh my gosh, like what if I apply to be a part of a royal something sometime? And then they see I follow him and they're like, no, girl, you're up. Like you're already American. <laughs> but yes, I, I do. I do creep him. Okay. Like, I so if, him everybody doesn't know what we're talking about. Gary Janetti and it's J-A-N-E-T-T-I. He's a, a writer. He's married to Brad from Project Runway. Brad, is it, um, I've forgotten his surname. Oh gosh! Oh, anyway, yeah. he's a stylist and a designer, and um, but Gary Janetti has this sassy, very often I would say quite naughty Instagram account that basically look people. Some people love it. Some people are like, oh, he's being mean to kids, but it's like get a life, you know. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's like Surrey's Burn Book for anybody who ever follows Surrey's Burn Book, which is Tom Cruise's oh, yes. little kid back in the day. It's- it's very exactly similar. Like that. Well, they follow Prince. He he really has it in for Prince George. Well, he sort of treats Prince George like Prince in the in his Gary Janetti world that Prince George hates Meghan Markle with the vengeance and thinks she's really common. And yeah. some of them, like if I need a bit of a giggle, if I'm sitting at my day job feeling a bit miserable, I will go on to Gary Janetti mm-hmm. and I will have a little quiet giggle at my desk it gives it does bring me joy it's so naughty oh it's so funny so check it out yeah it's not harmful to it's just yeah it treats prince george like he knows he's going to be king and so <laughs> i love that they they tell me my favorite picture of prince george him in that bathrobe you know what i mean oh. and he's like meeting the obama yep. <laughs> no one else can get away with that i'll tell you that <laughs> i just found it with you the, the quote was i've got a picture of him in obama and it's like uh Quote, wearing my robe really let Obama know who was controlling that meeting. Hashtag power move. Hashtag prince. (laughs) Yes. See, it's harmless. It's just fun. So, yeah, I think it will be interesting to see. But, yeah, I'm going to admit there's a little bit of sadness here because, yes, yes, Beatrice, who's the older of the York girls, will get more than likely she'll marry at some point. But it's kind of winding down for the next few decades. You know what I mean? I just (laughs) – I'm just like, oh, maybe we had a good run, oh. didn't we? You know, because I wasn't really, I don't even know if I was born for Diana. And I, if I was, I was so lit. I was like a newborn. And then, you know, I, I watched on the VHS tape over and over again, Fergie. I mean, this is like five or six years old. So this, this obsession of mine has been 30 years. So, you know, we're winding down. It's like, okay, I guess I'll hang up my, my swag. And we're just going <laughs> to have to get you cool. a new passion, a new hobby. Like that's, yeah. My new hobby. No, my husband said that recently. Travis goes, so wait, do you have a hobby? I was like, the rules are my hobby. What is wrong with it? I mean, I, for those people out there, I like to read. I like to cook. I do other things. But I was like, are you kidding me? The Royals have long left. I just finished the Wallace oh. Simpson book, by the way. I wanted now- to tell you. Like hundreds of pages of awesome, so you need to read that. For some reason, so Wallace Simpson uh, married <laughs> King George, the forgotten how many he was. At, is that right? If I just like, oh, well, he was at, no, no, no. George was his. He was Edward. Yeah, yeah. Right, so I he that up already. I'm so anyway, sorry. Started again. Okay. Uh, let's pretend. <laughs> scrub that. I'm very. <laughs> he married Edward, who would have been King George. Is that right? No, that's okay. Oh, fuck, I fucked it up again. 
he, she, she, okay. So <laughs> he was already, why would he be King George, Alicia? Just no, he wasn't. Well, they changed their, I still think Charles will be George, by the way. Oh. I think, I think Charles will go to George. So his brother went to George, but he was already, his name was David and then he becomes King. And then he, but he wants her by his side. So he abdicates the throne within a year of being King because he wanted to marry the woman he loved. And she was twice divorced, which is, was pretty controversial back then, you know, and American, which is, you know, probably of equal weight of badness to them. <laughs> exactly. And and also, I will say they've, I don't know why recently, and I probably should have Googled this before we're talking, in Britain, there's been a lot of Princess Margaret documentaries uh, mm-hmm. on the telly. And she was also a sassy broad, lots of yes. controversies. But and I by like sassy, that. Alicia means drunk. But anyways, keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry, she was, historically. <laughs> she was drunk. She had, a, you know, her ex, I read a lot about the first husband who was a common guy who maybe was a bisexual person of uh, while they were married he was sleeping with guys and stuff it was all very it was you're like he was maybe bisexual because he slept with guys when I was like no that definitely makes him a bisexual I don't know how it is across the pond Alicia but (laughs) I mean I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt but he he liked to burn guys he probably liked a bit of everyone so um, he liked everyone and also you know had some extramarital affairs with other with Mm -hmm. women as well anyway they were very interesting I've gone off on a weird path but I think I just like the rogue royals that's what I'm going to say You do. And, but I think they have a story to them. I think it's interesting, you know, and of course we, we, you and I both agree Wallace, she kind of, she was maybe a little too rogue in her Nazi sympathies, but, but, but more of the harmless rogue. No, like Fergie is harmless rogue at the end of the day. Her getting her toes sucked did not harm any of us. You know what I mean? It did not almost overthrow the government. And so, and these days, like toe sucking on the scale of sex (laughs) things, like Kim Kardashian went full porno and no one's seen, and and Paris Hilton. Well, you know, you could Google that stuff. Don't, but do if you want to. But you could see that doesn't seem to have affected them at all. So I feel like. Or did positively, don't you think? I mean, Kardashian just kind of, she rose fame after that so yeah. yeah it was a different time and I think these guys like the I think the harmless rogue folks you know Margaret was her own thing and and I say drunk I you know I've got to be careful because I'm sure she had underlying problems there but yes those guys man we we thirst for those crazy stories you need to read that Wallace Simpson book though I just you uh, get a chance at new one it's it's long but it's very interesting the inner workings of the royal family so I'm I'm, I'm going to google it and I'm gonna I will I will read yeah. I will enjoy yeah so i guess up next we'll just have to do a bump watch for megan again back on on her right (laughs) you can do that one i will happily uh have you back anytime and we we will next time you're on we will we will divert you've got so many great wedding stories you rep so many you you know you uh, represent Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say you represent you do you bring wonderful Mm -hmm. people um and you have learned a lot over the years and you've always got a good story to tell so let's next time (laughs) let's bring you on and uh we can talk about some of the the stuff that you've observed over the years i know you've got great stories to tell so interesting stories at least so thank you and then let's save the date if you will for about 30 or so years from now (laughs) for our next royal wedding like i've got it on the calendar i'll sign up for a you know recording with you and we'll do that (laughs) let's, let's put it in let's pencil it in and go for it
Uh, Megan, go to the today for uh, Megan's a uh, beautiful blog. You can check it all out. And also, if you would like to listen to the previous episode, it was episode three hundred and twenty. Uh, very funny and very so informative. I loved it so much. That was such a good one. I had so many people afterwards out of the blue, the woodwork, write me and be like, I heard that in one the world. So thank you. I always enjoy this. It's such a bright spot to do this with you. So thank you. It's, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. And uh, if you would like more information about The Bride Chiller and all of the wonderful people that Megan sends my way, all you need to do is visit thebridechiller.com. And also I will be accepting uh, Q&A questions questions is the word I was trying to say for an upcoming Q&A. If you would like to leave me a voice message, go to the website, send it my way. Until next time, thank you again, Megan, and uh, happy days. (laughs) The Bride Chilla Podcast, telling chair covers to get fucked since 2014. The Bride Chilla Survival Guide is like Bride Chilla. It is a tell it like it is no bullshit wedding planning guide and features chapters like the truth about wedding night sex here's the truth you might want to go to sleep and that's absolutely fine sweating for the wedding why i fucking hate that and it's okay to feel like shit because it is you're not going to be happy all the time that's a fact there's also lots of other positive upbeat chapters that will help you plan your wedding like a pro. Visit bridechillerstore.com to order your copy and check out the Bride Chiller Field Guide while you're there too. Happy days.